<sighs> Here's what happened last time on Modular. When last we left off, our heroes had their third Council of Waterdeep. There they learned of two new missions. One, they were summoned by a deserter of the Dragon Cult to come to Zomthal's tower. The second, a mission to Thay to speak to the Red Wizards. Which shall they choose first? My name is Raven Walker. My name is Jack Dean. My name is Thorin George. My name is Luke Job. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the 5th edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, Jackie Kennedy. These are the pre-written <laughs> stories made by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Luke, maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who has already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you want to hear some live roleplay action of Jackie Kennedy eating some sheet metal. Well, <laughs> stick around. You might just hear it. Jackie Kennedy does Iron Giant. It's fantastic, you guys. <laughs> Uh, but you should all be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points that w- of each story we're running. And right now we're running The Rise of Tiamat. So if you don't want any spoilers, don't don't listen to this. There's another warning we should give them. That's right, Thorne Kennedy. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and player characters jumping the gun on some seriously life-altering decisions. <laughs> so please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session 37 of The Rise of Tiamat. It's a modular pod, it's a modular pod, little D&D for you and me, oh yeah. Jack? Yeah. What is the objectively best movie of all time? It might not be your favorite, but it's the objectively best movie of all time. Oof, that's a that's a really tough call. Um, bit left field here. I think No Country for Old Men. That's a great fucking movie. Not, that's a great. Not a single movie. thing I would change about it. I think it's uh, it's pretty tight. That's a great. I wrote an essay in college about that movie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, shit, nice. Um, Raven, what is the objectively best? Might not be your favorite. What is the objectively best movie of all time? I feel like I can't answer that question. I don't know. I feel like my scope is so limited because I only watch things that I like like over and over again. I, so, <laughs> what kind of centrist answer is that? Okay, okay. So <laughs> let me throw out an answer of what I think in general. 
I mean, probably the best movie I've ever seen, and that's not the answer to the question, is probably *A Brother Where Art Thou*. Like objectively, oh, and I think I mean, it is. I think it that has to be one answer. of the best. Yeah, I think it has to be one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. No, I asked what is the objectively best movie of all time. I hate saying stuff like that because then that's how you get uh, canceled, Luke. That's how you get okay. canceled. <laughs> yeah, when you're running for office in ten years from now, we're going to come back. Yeah, to exactly, the exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You said, I thought Kevin Spacey was okay, actually. And then suddenly, I'm over. I'm done for. <laughs> That's the funniest shit. All right, Thorin. What is the objectively best? Not Might not be your favorite. What is the objectively best movie of all time? The Big Lebowski. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, Some more yeah. Coen brothers. Damn. Mm. Coen brothers really just. They're just really good at their craft. They're just really good at their craft, huh? Really good at their jobs. Damn. Well, I would say the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, uh, that was gonna oh, be man. one. Line. Yeah, that's a good one. Stephen King. Like, uh, people don't like Green Mile and and Shawshank. Redemption. I think we've had this conversation before. Is uh, Stephen King? Yep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Work. My man understands the horrors of the American prison system. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I like how Shawshank Redemption is like a straight down the middle version of it and he's like now i'm gonna do pretty much the same thing except this time there's an angel mm-hmm. yeah it's so true <laughs> which is tight i'm really a b- big fan of that Although what we- an awkward sound <laughs> i think we were I all just, looking i was at gonna you. sit with it until until our dilf i mean daddy master started to speak okay annie you are standing in the room of prophecies and this person who you thought was your father turns to you and says you helped very much and then vanishes and suddenly you feel this sort of small pulling as if someone had gripped your shoulders and was pulling you back and then suddenly it's a large pulling and all of a sudden you're in the room of the High Counselor once again. I knew from the start we shouldn't have trusted you in that man. Where is he? Where did he go? I... I... I I don't know. I... He... We'll get ounces out of you yet. You see he snaps his fingers and all of a sudden you're just frozen, stiff. And the next couple of days are just a blur. And the last thing you remember is seeing the High Counselor once again. But this time he is with Roscoe Bottomfeeder. And they both grab you. Votori, you, Elian, and Sally are having a breakfast before you decide to head out. It's, you know, just a normal breakfast for a normal day. The only difference is that you're, you know, going on another adventure, which... Again, just a normal day. 
What 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 would you say you're having for breakfast today? We're having an intense conversation. <laughs> That's, what we're That's what we're chewing on. I was going to say spam and eggs, you know. Spam um... and eggs. Spam and eggs is in front of us, but that's not what we're having, you know. That's what we're eating. But we're having we're having discussions. And the first thing that Voltoroy has to bring up to his his group is gang, it has come to my attention that Thay is 2500 miles away. <laughs> I I really wish that Elia had not flown off because 2,500 miles. I mean, I can't, I don't know how long that's going to take us, but it's going to take us. Tiamat is going to be risen up in this bitch by the time we get back. <laughs> well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you when you were on the, the, the flying castle, there were Wizards of Thay there, so they must have a way to get from Thay to here particularly quickly so perhaps that's something we can take advantage of perhaps a teleportation circle or some other means of transport I saw them flying on wyverns the teleportation oh, circle oh we don't have those so teleportation circle is a good idea but I don't have that spell perhaps we could purchase a scroll of this um, and then I don't know where we teleport to. I would need to look at the map. Well, perhaps we can uh, reconvene with uh, some of the council, perhaps a member of the Harpers or the Lord's Alliance who can secure us some... You see the door slams open. Whoa. <sighs> Sir, Istaval is looking at you wide-eyed, mouth agape. Oh, my God. Is Istaval okay? <laughs> it's just spam and eggs, my man. <laughs> Follow me. And then he starts running in the opposite just direction. Just Gillian or... <laughs> just kidding. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> Wish I'd had a bit more conversation before, uh, before I had to leave. I'm famished. <laughs> you follow Sir Istival to the temple district of Waterdeep. And he leads you into this one temple. It's, it's like a healing temple. And he leads you to a room. And you can see in this room laying on the bed is Annie Oakleaf. And sitting right next to her, just kind of looking over her, is locked in. <gasps> Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Votoroy literally yes. people's elbows them, <laughs> but on accident, as he flies up into the air and is coming down on top of them to, to, to hug both of them. Is Andy awake? Is, is yeah. I think she's asleep. Is she? Is she asleep? That's what I gleaned from that. Annie is not conscious. Awake, but in a weird way. You you land on top of her, Voltroy, and receive no uh, response. Um, and a nurse comes and says, "Yes, she has been put under a 
perpetual hold person. It should wear off in an hour or two. It's not that perpetual. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, uh, as Locke, I will absolutely, as Vodroy sort of picks himself up, give him uh, just the biggest hug I possibly can and and just go, I'm so sorry for what happened to you. I'm here now. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here now. Uh, look, I have so many questions. Like, what happened in the last two episodes? <laughs> uh, certainly nothing that will that will come back to by anyone. Okay. Uh, but um, but it's it's um. I was uh, I was rescued from Alathor by. Teresa, Jamna, and Leeson. Uh, Leeson and I were the only ones who managed to make it. Your s- your sister, Teresa? Yeah, she um, she took it upon herself to lead us all, I guess, B-team of uh, Dragon Slayers. And, um, well, we, we faced Wrath at all. You know what he's like, and neither of them made it out. Look, I am so sorry to hear this. I will just hug him again. I Yes, well, this war has taken a lot out of all of us. Voltoroy hangs his Sally head. Sally and Elian, are you just kind of standing there? Oh, yes, I think Sally's awkwardly. definitely giving them a moment, knowing how... Yeah, that that looks pretty intimate. That looks pretty intimate, so we're, we're going to let him have that nice, close moment. Yeah. Do, do you want to go and finish breakfast? Then we can just... Hey, <laughs> yeah, like, we're going to go finish our spam and eggs. <laughs> yeah, you, you... Those two totally leave. I think... I um, think Voltoroy's going to talk at length about how he never should have let Arathator take Locke in the first place. He feels like Teresa's death is on his hands. Um, it, it easily could have been him instead of her. And Annie and Locke could have gotten out of there in the first place. As as you're saying that, uh, I think, I think there's there's a there's a moment where Locke, like Locke is, is it's clear Locke is trying to think about whether he should mention something or not. And eventually, he pulls a ring out of his pocket, uh, and he goes, "Someone very powerful gave this to me, and if I give it to one of you, Teresa." Teresa will live again. But at the cost of your life. I will perish and she will be brought back. Yes, and uh, I've got to be honest with you, I was um, I was debating whether to tell you this and just trick you into having the ring anyway, but um, after I heard about Tear, what happened to Tear and the length I've gone to save Annie and all she's lost, I can't... I don't... I can't put that upon either of you. But I'm... I suppose my point is I'm not strong enough to to do that. I, I'm making the coward's choice of offering it to either of you, should that be something you want. If, if, if you hand it to me now, but I don't put it on... I uh, the 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 deal the deal I made was that he w- the the Sultan of Souls as he fashions himself would not would not come for you 
would not come for the, your soul until after we defeated T and Matt. I grab it and put it on. Whoa, okay, well, hold on. Like, you can... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, hold on. I'm not. I'm not saying we. I'm not saying you have to do this. Just, I mean, if you no, just do it. Just do it. Listen, listen, buddy. Come on. If 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 Troy, you... as you put this ring on, it tightens around your finger. Voltroy, what have you done? You've killed yourself. <laughs> I kind of feel it on my finger, um, and I just close my eyes for a second and say a silent prayer and then I open them and they're a little watery but I look at Locke uh, and I hug him and I say this is the best thing that's happened to me since we lost you it'll be okay buddy I just, you don't understand. You're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm not trading. I'm not trading a friend's life for family's life. I'm trading family for family. Y- yes, but <laughs> look for the past. I don't know how much time has passed since I lost Tear, but um, I've been a walking dead man since then. I knew it was only a matter of time, but uh, I have to see this cult finished. I have to see this mission finished. That was my only hesitation about this ring. See, once that's done, I have redeemed my mother's name. I have made my father proud. I have served my God wherever he is now. That's all I need. This isn't a big deal, okay? It's fine. I uh, I, look, I, I, I nod my head and just get so so many people have died when it should have been me, from Faye, Jamna, Teresa, Annie. Even though we managed to bring bring her her back, I just I I understand what you mean, but it just doesn't just doesn't make this easier. I understand what you. Well, besides, you know, it's not like we we're necessarily going to survive TMI anyway. This all might be a moot point, but uh, no, that's true. Thanks, that's very true. But but thank you. Of course, um, you know, I always wanted the brother growing up. I'm I'm glad I finally found one, and I give him oh, a hug. Locke is gonna yeah, <laughs> bursting into tears. <laughs> has has the, any you? Okay feel yourself coming to and just see these two guys hugging on top of you. <laughs> well, what's, what's, what's this all about? <laughs> As I live and breathe, Annie Oakleaf, and I just hug her and nestle into her. And, yeah, what does this make this? Two times I've had to save you? I mean, I'm, surely you've saved me more than that, but honestly, it's getting a little old. Okay, question. Oh. Is Annie aware of how Locke saved her? Was she cognizant for that? L- like, I just for role-playing purposes. I, I don't really know how old person works, so I'm going to say no. Okay. okay, cool. Thank you. Locke? 
I'm here. <laughs> Finally. And he, like, grabs the collar of his shirt and, like, roughs him up and was like... <laughs> and then grabs the collar of, of Voltoray's shirt and looks at both of them and is like, my cucks. And just brings <laughs> you both, like, really close and, is, is, and just hugs you both. I missed you both. Oh, man. Oh, I've missed you both, too. It's... <laughs> It's like there's just been someone keeping us apart for episodes and episodes on end. And <laughs> <laughs> A real piece of work, I'd say. So, That's what I... what's next? Okay, so I can get you up to speed on that. <laughs> I would... Okay, wait. Thorne, real quick. Remind me the name of the tower... Zonthal's Tower. Zonthal's Tower. How far is that from Neverwinter? It We're is... We're Waterdeep, aren't we? Yeah, or Waterdeep, water rather, sorry. Um, it is about a three-week journey. <laughs> okay. But That's compared to Faye, time. which is like a three-month journey, mm-hmm. if not further, I actually don't know how far it would... how long it would take, although I have a handy-dandy map that could... Uh, Tell I'm you. assuming it would take us some time. Yeah. Ooh, sorry, cold chill. It's really cold in my apartment. I right literally now. watched that happen. <laughs> I watched it move through your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Istaval, who's been standing there the whole time, um, just silently, says, it would probably be best for you to go to Sontal's Tower first. Uh the Thayans, they are not ready for you yet. And to be, to be honest, I mean, presumably, so have, you, have we been told everything now? That we're all, are we all on the same level? On the same page? You've been told, yeah, you've yeah. been told everything right. that was relayed to Volteroy during the council. Perfect. Uh, in which case, like, besides, if we, if we manage to get inside this tower, there might be some apparatus in there that we can make use of to get us to Thay quicker. Absolutely. I I just did some calculations in my head. I think it would take us two months to get today <laughs> on foot, so... I mean, if it helps, I can fly for one hour a day. <laughs> so... So maybe 50 days instead of 60. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 10 days. <laughs> um, also, while we're, while we're here, I mean, not to... Not to labor on with the bad news, uh, Annie, but um, Rocco helped helped me. Roscoe. Ro- That's what I said. Roscoe <laughs> Roscoe helped me helped me break you out, um, and he he closed the portal behind us to give us time to escape, and well, the rest of the camp to keep going. Oh, so you guys are like wanted criminals from Candlekeep. Well, no one knows who I am, so that's a, I was that's the, yeah, Any of you, you even remember style. who Roscoe is? Roscoe was the guy that my dad knew, Quote. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew, like we we like vaguely interacted. It wasn't like extensive interaction, I don't believe, but um. Lock, what even? I, I I mean I, I I barely even remember 
what happened after do you know what happened at Candlekeep? Uh yeah, we uh, it was um it was it was it was a breakout. I I Votroy here sent sent uh, sent to me to tell me that you'd been captured in Candlekeep and uh Leeson and I uh Went after went after you. I managed to. Uh, Leeson held open a, a teleportation circle, and was hold, like, holding our getaway vehicle, if if you like. And I managed to get into Candlekeep to break you out. And I needed some help. And it was Roscoe who um, who sought me out, and we um, we found you in just a in a bit hold person waiting for trial and presumably execution. And we just managed to get you out. Well, that certainly wouldn't be the first time, nor the last, that I'll face execution. Um, I think I made Weird a mistake. Flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we've all been executed, guys. <laughs> I think I trusted someone when I shouldn't, and I know it doesn't seem like something that I would have done but I was just so hopeful for once you know that I would have a just one family member like I I used to have and I trusted I I didn't trust my instinct I don't I don't know what happened y'all but as you know, that man was not my father, Locke. And I was duped. Duped by the leader of the dragon cult. He would have he would have found a way to get away wanted, with or without you. In, in many respects, having you as a way to get in might have saved lives rather than taking them. And um, absolutely, as far. As far as family goes, the last thing Roscoe said to me, I, I tried to I tried to stop him from sacrificing himself to, to let us get away, and I said that you you were the closest that he was the closest thing to family that you had left, and he said that wasn't true because, you had me and you have Votoroy. And I don't know much, but, I think, I, I know that. Annie has a, a few stray tears. Running down her cheeks. It's been a rough fucking year, I think, guys. I think we we have to have a little three way hug for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Does is there therapy in Waterdeep? The like group sessions, counseling sessions. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what like the level of like mental health awareness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in D and Any accommodations? <laughs> yeah, it's it's either really good and they understand psychology, or they think it's demons. I don't. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one. <laughs> Oh, your adventurance giving you demons, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's all that lust in you. Nothing a little holy water won't fix. Just drink this. Take this holy water as an enema and you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, there's... We've all lost so much, but we, we have to end this war. And we have to do it soon. What else is there, really? Absolutely. 
At least we're together again. We got some skulls to crack. <laughs> well, well, um, that's that's uh, that's there's no doesn't sound like there's a moment to lose. Skulls to crack, balls to twist. <laughs> oh wow! What about a, <laughs> <laughs> What about Sally and her strange, dirty friend? <laughs> So, Elian is uh, a druid. Um, he proved himself incredibly useful at the Dragon Council. By the way, the, the metallic dragons are on our side. Um, we locked them in. I will die a very painful death if anyone turns on them, so just keep that in mind. Um, that sounds inevitable at this point, like, honestly, with you. Oh, and I, I would actually, if Annie doesn't know, if was Annie conscious for the conversation about the ring? No. I woke up afterwards. I'm gonna just kind of like signal to Locke. We Annie doesn't need to know about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, so we've got them on our side. They are they are rallying their forces. Um, as far as Elian and Sally, I'm sure that there is something useful we could do. If nothing else, I think leaving them here to keep the fucking council in check and make sure. You know, we've got... I mean, of course I trust Antar, I trust Leosin, but they're not as willing to get their hands dirty, per se, as someone like Sally Salt. So that could be an option. We could also try and send out um, Sally and Elian to, to help in some other front. I'm not sure, but they, they're both in the fight now, and we should use them. You like say get hands dirty. Absolutely. Meanwhile, Elian is, like, fully filthy, and there's, like, a trail of mushrooms, like... <laughs> <laughs> to where they like left the room. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that sounds good. Le- I mean, Leeson rescued me. Leeson helped me rescue Annie. I think Le- Le- Leeson would make a good three for uh, for the B team. Well, hell yeah! Then taking that front. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> you three rest up in this um I guess bed in this room of the temple I guess it's really a hospital room but it's not a hospital you know and you head back to the council chambers to get I guess any supplies or anything from them you see Onthar pulls out a map and he says alright so the journey to Zontar's tower it's going to take you about three weeks you're going to have to cross the Delimbir river uh, you're going to have to wade through the high moor and trek through some of the serpent hills uh, Zontar's tower is in the Grey Peak mountains about eight days in your journey uh, you're going to reach the town of Secomber and there we have bought you supplies and other such things for the remainder of your travels. Uh, So, the two weeks there and the three weeks back. So you don't have to worry about, you know, spending your own money. Um, You're going to go to the Inn of Ill Omen, and you're going to talk to the owner there, Rufio, and he'll sort things out. Do, do we um, 
Do we know anything about uh, about the tower that we need to? Anything? Any intel that you might help us? Um, all I know is that it was a the tower of a great and powerful wizard back in the day. Um, there's like a village outside of it. They might be able to tell you more about it, but I don't. I don't really know what's, much about it. What's myself. the name of the village? Zontal's Tower. Oh, it's this. It's, it just shares a name. It's like the housing at Disney. It's just the Disney housing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, just like hey, that. What's the name of the inn? Inn of Ill Omen. Sorry, say it again. Sorry, Inn of Ill Omen. Okay. And we need to find Rufio. That's that's that name just in and of itself sounds rough. That's not a great name. This guy Rufio. It sounds like a bad omen. uh, (laughs) And Rufio runs a bar. A guy with Rufio in his name runs a bar. (laughs) Yeah. This is dangerous. We're going into the, the pit of snakes, as they say. It's just going to be a really sleazy club. <laughs> it's good to see you three together again. Antar gives you three a big hug all at once with his big wide arms. I know he gives good hugs. Yeah. Antar, your hugs are the best hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's in the middle just gets a full face of his uh, beard. It's going to be Annie. Annie's yeah. always in the middle. <laughs> And he lets you go and he says, Godspeed to the three of you. And he heads out of the room. You three step outside. And for the first time in a long time, you feel a sense of hope. And you all three level up to level 11. Yes! Let's go, let's go. Time to level up <laughs> this hole. Yes, I get my Mystic Acarnum. Level up. Fuck yeah. Level up. Level What's up, Mystic Acarnum? Mystic Acarnum. I get a, a six level spell slot. Uh, a six level spell I can use without expending a spell slot. Yes. Holy shit. I, try, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what these spells There's so many spells. Does anyone have a die in front of them? Actually, no, I don't want anybody to roll for me. One second. I'll get a dice roller. Gotta roll for some HP. Me too. What's this? Hey, I rolled average. That's a four. And I get six levels. Circle of Death? What the fuck is Circle of Death? That's a great drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's only 8d6. That's not much. Okay, reliable um, talent. Whenever you make an ability check that lets you add a proficiency bonus, you can treat the d20 roll of a 9 or a lower as a 10. Wow, that's pretty fucking good. Sunbeam, man. Sunbeam fucks shit up. What's up? What does that do? 
It's a concentration spell, so when I first read it, I was like, this kind of sucks. Five foot wide, 60 foot long line. Deals 6d8 radiant damage and blinds anyone that fails a constitution saving throw. Or they take half as much on a success. But then it lasts for a minute. And I can make, I can just shoot the line, shoot the beam out again. And again, and again, and again, and again. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. (laughs) Love that film. That is a great fucking movie. Okay, Thorin, here's a quick question. I have armor that resists fire. If I had a spell that also resists fire, would that make me immune? No, that would just make you quad resistant. Well, that's... We're double resistant. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's... So instead of taking half damage, you'd take a fourth damage. Okay, um, that's still pretty good. <clears throat> Sneak attack now does 66 damage. Oh. That's a lot of damage. It do be a lot of damage. Also, I know that our listeners cannot see but I got little dagger earrings. Oh, you should post those on our Instagram. Ooh, nice. Aren't those cool? Those are cool. God, you're Dope. so cool, Raven. What the fuck? I'm, you're so I'm drippy cool. as hell. That's what. You're like one of the coolest <laughs> people I know. Thanks, guys. You guys are so cool, too. You guys are fucking cool. Yeah. You're so... Oh, my God. You all are so fucking cool. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, but heal. <clears throat> heal is such a good spell. Alright, I get another known spell. Oh, it's got so, so much shit, man. Oh, God. Voltoroi can't just not take heal. He has to take heal. Chain <laughs> lightning like... is so good. Ooh. Disintegrate <laughs> is so good. Uh, that's true. Disintegrate is fucking great. It's just, I feel like Sally has finally found her, like, gross match in life. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> I, think, now, I think both Elian and Sally are going to have to go out and try and find someone who's gross but with wind and gross with fire yeah, <laughs> in some way. Gross, <laughs> gross elementals. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm sure Sally was happy to see Locke doing well as, as well though. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think that, I think the fact that she was supposed to look after Teresa and then left to sort of fill up Locke's uh, Locke's space now Teresa is dead is probably weighing quite heavily on her. Yeah. Sally, she's a good gal. Oh, very much so. The only drawback of sorcerers, they don't learn as many spells. They don't? 
No, they get fewer spells. I just don't have a lot of spells. I haven't like played a, many. Like a wizard at 11th level, I think, has mm, I don't, a good amount of spells. Yeah. And right now I have 14, and I think a wizard would probably have like 18. Yeah. I haven't played many magic-based uh, characters. You got a whole podcast full of fucking yeah. modules to get through. I'm for I'm for sure playing a like a, in the next one. Uh, I mean, are we, are we allowed? Are we allowed to say what we're doing for the next one? I. That's a great question. Are Thorin? we? I don't know. Do people are we are doing that announcement now, or we probably want to wait? Sorry. Right? What? We we could wait. We could wait, Jack. We can wait. We can wait. Po- point is, I'm I'm looking forward to at some point playing a fighter because I've never played a fighter before. Oh yeah, and just straight just straight down the middle, I smack it with my stick. Kind yeah, of. That's all it I get. <laughs> it's like this. Smack it with my stick. I just leveled Annie up, and literally all I had to do was roll, hit, die. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to choose. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> that's what I got. Oh yeah. Hey, but 122 hit points for a rogue. She gotta be beefy. That's not bad. She gotta be beefy. Should I beefy. get teleportation circle? Mm, just maybe, just in case. Maybe. Just yeah, I reckon that could probably help. JIC. JIC. <laughs> a little bit of Jack, a little bit of suck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that has a that is a, a long lore and history among my friends. My friend Bryce was talking to a sugar daddy once and over the phone and my friend Garrett and I were listening in and the guy legitimately says to Bryce how about we meet up for a little bit of Jack and a little bit of suck and how are you not supposed to laugh at that like I'm sorry because who the fuck says that who the fuck says that like who says a little bit of Jack and a little bit of suck well I do now because I think it's funny as hell yeah of course (laughs) and and it is and you're correct (laughs) now you all should say it it's like, hey, you want a little bit of jack? A little bit, jack, a little bit, little bit of suck. Bit of suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Sorry, when I said I had fourteen spells, I only have twelve spells. Hey, but it's you just, make just... you make such good use of all of your spells. Thank you. That's you you really good, do. Good action. Thank you. You really right do. Here. Yeah, no problem. Got to gas you up. You don't need to be doubting yourself here, man. Hell yeah. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna, I know it's crazy, I'm gonna toss Spirit Guardians for now. Okay. And I'm gonna get Summon Celestial. Oh shit. That's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. Okay. I think Voltoroi's done. Leveling up. I have some new spells. Is everyone done leveling? Uh, You're still picking a sixth yes. level. Yes. No, no. I would, I've already picked a sixth level. Uh, yeah, I've already picked a sixth, sixth level.
Modular is Raven Walker as Annie Oakley, Jack Dean as Locke Dangerfield, Luke Job as Voltoroy Shans, and Thorin George as our level up dungeon master daddy dilf duty doo-doo. Dukers Duke Doogie Doogie Hauser. The story here today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module The Rise of Tiamat. Holly Lines is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music, and let me tell you, you should be listening to it. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout-out to at Dustin Cameron, at Realm Diver, at David Tilstra, at Crit Stupid, and at Mightiest Finn, who all follow us on Twitter. If you want to shout out like them with this sort of enthusiasm that I have at 7 in the morning, well, baby, you got to go click that fucking follow button on the Bird app. Tweet, 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 bitch. Yeah. And also, I just know off the top of my head, Crit Stupid just started their podcast. I'm sure they would love, uh, you know, new listeners if you got the bandwidth to listen to us and them. So please go listen to them because they're just getting started and they, they're just trying to fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? Hey guys, thanks so much for all the support. Thanks thanks for supporting our lifestyle decisions in working full-time jobs and making a podcast. Uh, you know, it's it ain't easy out here on the, on the streets of uh, of London where where Jack lives. And and you know, he's he's got he's got a family of, of six little orphans to feed, you know? That's that's just how people in London live. And so you supporting this show supports those little orphans. He couldn't do that without you. So Thank you from Jack, especially. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening, laughing, and loving with Modular. Modular.